Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Ashley Victoria Wong, will you marry me? Yes, I'll marry Hold on now. You sure you want to make that commitment? Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do them that have it. Get more of it, the less they need it, the more they love it, and it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Marriage, the engagement and subsequent holy matrimony between two people with the sole purpose of committing to one another a brand new lifelong relationship till death do us part. So what does the commitment of marriage between two parties have to do with your money, and your retirement, well, we're about to find out. Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am that little man in the sweater vest, 401k rollover specialist, fiduciary, and I think just all around good guy, Tony Walker. And today with us in the studio is of course, America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. Aaron, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Uh, doing well, doing well. And uh, talking about marriage, how, how long have you been married, by the way? Ooh, Come on, I, got quick. It, I got it wrong the other day, F uh, 13 years. Wait a minute, Th 13 years and you're already getting it wrong. I Aaron. said, I told somebody 14 the other day and Jess kind of nudged me quietly so to not embarrass <laughs> me and she went, it's 13 years. <laughs> well, good, good for you. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about my wife Susan and I, but we're kind of taking a U-turn here in terms of our discussion, folks. We finished up all of the annuities uh, uh, educational shows, and this one is a topic that I'm very near and dear to, and even at Tony Walker Financial, and it actually has to do with two key words. We're going to talk about commitment and then how to monitor that commitment and what the covenant relationship of marriage has to do with you choosing and selecting a financial advisor. Yes, I'm going to try to make sense of this, and as someone who has literally met in person with over 15,000 savers I can attest to the fact that one of the biggest commitments you'll ever make, besides, of course, who you're going to marry one day, possibly, and spend the rest of your life with, is the commitment of who you're going to hand over your hard-earned money to, whether it's a 401k, uh, money you've got at the bank, and that is with a financial advisor. Well, speaking of marriage, um, you said you were married 13 years, is that right, Aaron? 13 years. We just hit our 36th year of marriage. In fact, uh, my High school sweetheart and I, Susan, kind of went out to uh, Monterey, California to celebrate. It was a lot of fun. You ever been out there? No, haven't been uh, out there. Man, it's awesome. But I can honestly say the idea of being married to the same person for the rest of your life and all that goes into building a trusting and a fulfilling relationship, it is tough work. Anybody says that's easy, I just... Is it getting tougher or easier for you? Or you think you're just getting used to the whole thing of being married? I think I'm just getting. I think I'm just used to being married. Yeah. It just you know there, are, about tough, when, well, there kids, are tough times, but there's also things that just kind of fall into 
formation and become habits. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, the things at first, yeah, that's true. Things we used to get kind of giddy over were maybe we're not as excited. The things we used to get upset over, we don't get quite That's as what upset. I was going to say. The, yeah. thing, the things we've fought about the first couple of years, it's like, man, what a waste of time. You do put the commode seat down back, don't you? Oh, is that, I forgot to do that this yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the first lesson I learned from my wife. Put the commode seat down, Charlie, you know. <laughs> anyway, we met back in 1976. Uh, an old high school friend of mine, I was new to Bowling Green High School, but I'll just call him Don G. He said, hey, Tony. And again, I'm going somewhere with this, folks. I got to set this introduction up. He said, I got somebody you got to meet. I was 16 years of age. So in the library at Bowling Green High School, he introduces me to this young lady, cute little girl named Susan Moore. And not only did I fall head over heels over her when I met her, I also got very excited to hear that Susan was a few months older than me. And this was very important when you're 16, because back in that day, Aaron, if you had your driver's license and if you had your permit, you had to have your permit 30 days. All you had to do is find a licensed driver. It didn't matter how old they were. You could drive with the licensed driver. Well, the problem was, I had my permit. I didn't really know anybody that had their license because everybody I hung around with was my age. So they either didn't have a license or had their permit. And my grandfather, you know, I talk about my granddad a lot. He had just given me his old 1962 VW Bug. So, okay, I'm living with my dad in Bowling Green. This thing is parked in the driveway. I'm not allowed to drive it. So, you know, I mentioned to drive, right? Right. And so when I meet Susan, The first words out of my mouth when I heard she's 16 was not, what's your phone number? I said, do you have your driver's license? (laughs) How old are you? Is that what you asked her? Uh, Yeah. I want to know what, you know, back then it's okay to ask for a young girl's age. You know, you ask now, they'll slap you if you're over 40 or something. But she said, well, no, I'm, I've got my permit. I said, well, aren't you over 16? This was our conversation. I'm serious. First time I ever met her. Uh, Well, no, I've got my permit, but I don't know. I don't even have a car. Why do I need to rush and get my license? I said, would you be willing to get your license? Because I got my permit, and then we could go out on a date. <laughs> and she goes, well, that sounds good. And I thought, now that's commitment. Man, you were a smooth talker. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was, that was really a cool memory. But, you know, so we're talking about commitment. So it was kind of one of those deals, in all seriousness, where I thought, boy, she, uh, I'm attracted to her. She's attracted to me. You know, Don G gave us an introduction. And unfortunately, when we talk about marriage, I bet you don't know some of these statistics. I'm getting ready to share. It's pretty scary. Uh, let, let me quiz you. Okay. So people start off marriage. I went to a wedding this weekend. You don't, I don't think anybody marries planning to get divorced. Do you? I don't, think, I don't that, think so. I don't think, let's try to get married, honey. And if we're successful, fine. Don't worry about it if we're not. Okay. On average, every 36 seconds, according to the USA.gov website, uh, our own Megan Murphy found this statistic. Every 36 seconds, somebody in this country divorces. I can believe that. Oh, yeah. And then, well, that translates into 2,400 divorces each day, 16,800 per week. So that means over 876,000 people each year divorce. So now I can really relate to those statistics because as a 10-year-old snotty-nosed kid growing up in Lexington, again, this was years ago, through no default of their own, by the way, my parents divorced. Were your parents divorced? Yes. Okay. About that. the same time. I was about eight or nine when okay. I got divorced. Yeah. And while I hated to see them get divorced, actually a lot of good things came out of that for me, I guess. You know, my father moved to Bowling Green, so that's where I met my high school sweetheart, Susan. Um, this is kind of interesting. You know how I got in the financial business? Did I ever tell you this story? Was it your father-in-law? Yeah. Yeah. So think about this, Aaron, and this is the way I like to look at life. You and I and Megan were in this studio. Today is October 29th, 2019. 
You and I and Megan would not be recording this radio show had it not been for my parents' divorce. Did you follow that? I hear you. I, okay. I would have. I know I would have never gone to Bowling Green. No reason I would have ever gone to Bowling Green, Kentucky. Uh, I know I would have never met Mr. Moore and gotten into the uh, financial business. Actually, at Western Kentucky University, so I majored in broadcasting. I uh, got some experience in broadcasting there. And then so it just kind of unfolded. So, you know, I guess the reason I say this, folks, a little word of encouragement. If you're going through some tough times right now, uh, you got to kind of look ahead of those times. Sometimes uh, bad things happen, and uh, if you'll see the good in them and just continue to move forward, a lot of times good things will happen. So just try to encourage you there a little bit. So, okay, you might be saying, all right, Tony, that was a cool story about you and your wife. I thought this was a financial show. So where are you going with this whole marriage and divorce. Here's what I'm gonna do. When we return, what I'm about to share with you is not only gonna save you a bunch of money, heartache and aggravation, but it's gonna help you ensure that the person you're thinking of handling your money, all right, the commitment you are getting ready to make with your money to an advisor that some of you, again, think about marriage, you don't even know these people and you're willing to turn your life savings over them. So how can you get a better feel for a financial advisor? How do you know you can trust them? And just like marriage, how do you know that after you hand over your money, they're not gonna divorce you from it? You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back. With 401k plans at all-time highs, why continue to risk your hard-earned money? There's a safer way to retire worry-free. Attend nationally recognized retirement specialist Tony Walker's next free workshop, Retirement 101, December 9th in Louisville, December 10th in E-Town, and December 12th in Bowling Green. These workshops are free, but seating is limited. So register today at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, and I am Tony Walker. Not only am I president of Tony Walker Financial, I just found out I've already appointed myself president of the Tony Walker Financial Broken Homes Club. <laughs> we were kind of at break. Uh, Megan chimed in, and she's been over there uh, kind of operating the board. She said, uh, she kind of raised her hand. My parents went through a divorce, too, so we're three for three in three this room. Three for three in this room. Man, it's sad in here. <laughs> But I think we all turned out okay. Hey, good See? things come from from the, bad things, just like you you're talking about. Yeah, so we, we can at least put on a pretty good radio show <laughs> and TV show. Folks, if you haven't caught the TV show, um, our routine is we always do a radio show and TV show every week on the Worry-Free Retirement. And the TV show, uh, I like the radio show. We have some fun on here. It's a little more casual than the TV show. The TV show is really, really good. You can watch a lot of the graphics. Uh, I'll be sharing some things about uh, the show today. And if you haven't ever seen the TV show or want to check out the times, we're in seven different television stations throughout Kentucky. To find the listings, just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. It's under Media and Tools. Is that correct? Is that what you click on? I can't remember. For the radio show? Yeah, to find out the, well, no, to find out the times of the show. Oh, yeah. You just go up to the top menu and click down and go down to the media and they'll take you yeah. to a page that has all the times, the channels, everything. And then to watch past episodes of the television show, you can go to youtube.com and type in Tony Walker Financial, right? We have That's our right. own, uh, wherever you want. is it called station? How do they refer to that? They call it a channel. Channel. So yeah. you go to youtube.com, type in Tony Walker Financial. That's going to take you to the Tony Walker Financial channel. Okay, good deal. And that, the TV show is, it's really good. You know, Gina does all of our media buying and keeps track of all the ratings. I mean, 
Now, that doesn't even count people who've recorded. I know a lot of people who DVR the show. I mean, we're averaging twenty to 25,000 households a week on the TV show, so we really appreciate the audience and uh, encourage you. The purpose of this show is to educate you, and obviously, if you ever want to talk to me in person, by phone or in person, just when you go to Tony Walker Financial, just click on that. Let's get started. All right, so if you're just now joining us, we're making a correlation between marriage, that between two partners, that covenant relationship that's supposed to last a lifetime, and the financial marriage that some of you are going through or getting ready to go through, or maybe you've been through a financial divorce with a financial advisor. So what I want to do, I'm kind of I'm thinking about Don G. introducing me to my wife, Susan, in the halls of the Bowling Green High School at the age of 16. And think about this. Here, we're going to walk you through the same analogy as to how you meet a final financial advisor. All right, first thing is the introduction. You ever thought about this, Aaron? There has to be, somebody has to introduce you. I know there's these rare forms where you're walking down the street and you, I remember uh, in elementary school, Kathy Mason, I never will forget, I rounded the corner and ran over her oh, nice. at Glendover Elementary. But all of a sudden I went, hey, voila, you know, she was... <laughs> We kind of became boyfriend and girlfriend at fifth grade, but generally there is an introduction. There's not a disaster running down the halls and running into somebody. So the introduction, so right now you may be for the first time listening to this radio show, we are introducing you to our services, okay? Now the second thing that happens after an introduction is the initial impression. Now aside from all the kidding around about me wanting Susan to get her driver's license so I could have a, somebody escort me around while I drove my 62 Volkswagen, the initial impression was very favorable, right? Okay. Right. So hopefully you're listening to this show. What's the initial impression? Now again, we, we like to poke fun at all these dinner seminars because there's so many of them, but I had a gentleman come in the other day. So the introduction might be if, as we pick on dinner seminars. A gentleman came in the other day, said, Tony, I met with you five years ago. I'm back. I want to talk some more. Things have changed. I said, great. And he literally, it was so funny, he throws this dinner seminar at me and laughs. He goes, check this one out. This dinner seminar, Aaron, was a great dinner seminar invitation. It didn't even tell you who was going to present it. Didn't give you the name of the company. So what would your initial impression be if somebody invited you to dinner, but you didn't even know who was putting it on? Would that mystery be- Mystery man or mystery, yeah. mystery company? Yeah. I have my speculations. You'd be a little speculative. So then you have, okay, so let's say the initial impression is good. So in our financial world, usually what that means is you then go in and see the financial advisor. So we, I had, uh, and we'll go over this in a minute, had a lot of appointments yesterday up here in the Louisville office. First appointments. That first appointment is what I call the dating phase. You never say, is that the first date? That's kind of the first date. <laughs> there you go. You're catching on to this. We have a three-date phase, actually. Do you bring roses to the first date, or what do you, how do you handle that? No, but Gina stocks the candy bowl down there. <laughs> I kid you not, we have a lot of people in yesterday. We laugh. That candy bowl, man, people go through that candy bowl. I noticed it was empty last night when I shut, shut down the house. Um, so you have the dating phase where you're trying to see what they're offering, and here's the proposal. There's always a proposal for an engagement. And here's how most of this goes. I have people come into me, and instead of having written game plans, even if they're working with advisors, I'll say, where is your game plan? Now, again, we're talking about retirement planning, folks. We're not talking about going out and buying a car. This is a lifelong commitment to an advisor. And they'll say, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I've got this, and what they'll show me is a proposal, like where to invest something, and they show me statistics. That's, folks, that is not a game plan. That's a proposal, that's a solicitation to get married. 
And then you have the engagement phase. The engagement phase is when you actually are doing business with them up until the point that you actually become a client. Maybe the engagement phase is you've agreed with a financial advisor to roll over your 401k. Okay, that's pretty serious. You're going, okay, you've proposed me, right? You want to handle my money. Let's do this. Okay, so now there you go. You got the 401k rollover going around. And then finally, money changes hands. Here's where I call it marriage in the financial world. The actual advisor now gets paid. You are married to them. Now, folks, this is the not so good news. Even if somebody, we're, I'm a fiduciary, for instance. So what a fiduciary means, that means by law, I'm required to work in your best interest. All right. Um, I have the proper licensing in place. We have all the disclosures in place. In fact, if you want to read our disclosure statement, it's on the website. It's called Form ADV Part 2. You can download it. Just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com in the space bar, type in Downloads, and you can look at that. Okay, it's Form ADV Part 2. If somebody says they're a fiduciary, they've got to give you that form. But anyway, but you know what, though? Even if they're nice people, good-looking people, smooth talkers, even if they bought you a steak, uh, there's nothing wrong with the folks. They're even fiduciaries. Let me ask you a question, Aaron. Does that necessarily mean they're going to be in there for the long haul with you? No. Not at all. No, they could, they could, they could move on to a bigger and better company, you know. Yeah, move on to somebody they else. Right, go ahead and say it. more attractive, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, so think about this, folks. So my question to you is, you're, you've got your life savings. Let's, let's pick on the whole 401k scenario because, again, with 10000 Baby boomers turning 65 every day. This is why you are getting solicited. This is why you're getting uh, proposed to all the time. Because they know that all of these people are getting ready to retire. And the people in the financial world, including yours truly, I don't, I don't shy away from this. There are a lot, a lot of people that are going to have to do something with these 401k planes. Maybe that's you. You're sitting there going, man, I'm... You know, uh, I've got an old 401k I haven't even touched. Uh, I got this IRA that nobody's looking after. I'm getting ready to roll over my 401k or TSP, or I've got a pension. I'm retiring. I got to make a decision on a pension. And I know this is a scary proposition. So the proposition is who are you going to financially hook your wagon up to? And hopefully, are these people going to be willing to be with you? Well, the only way you will know that. When I come back, we're going to talk about the fifth step of our process. The worry-free retirement, let me summarize this real quick before the break here, Aaron. The worry-free retirement consists of five steps, all right? This is what we go through with our clients, especially those who are retired or retiring soon, and that, that they need a game plan. They need to understand how to deal with their tax tumor. They need to understand whether they want an annuity and what type of annuity and how much they're going to put in annuity. They need to understand the fees associated with their money. My golly, I had somebody come in yesterday, Aaron. The fees we're going to save them are almost $10,000 per year. That's every year. That's a lot of money. I mean, I'm thinking, I said, sir, did you realize what these fees were? And he said, Tony, I had no idea how to read these darn statements. So again, this is a lifelong commitment to an advisor. And that advisor, as Aaron and I are talking about, they are under no obligation. Let me repeat this. They are under no obligation once you hand the money over. Once that ring gets placed on your finger and you exchange rings with them and vows to give your money to them to continue to service that account. When I come back, we're going to talk about the five steps of our process and then we're going to kind of slide into what I call monitor your progress. And we're going to talk a little bit about my schedule and share with you how many clients, I didn't say new prospective clients, I see a lot of those, how many clients 
I've seen in the last two days. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. We'll be right back. With 401k plans at all-time highs, why continue to risk your hard-earned money? There's a safer way to retire worry-free. Attend nationally recognized retirement specialist Tony Walker's next free workshop, Retirement 101, December 9th in Louisville, December 10th in E-Town, and December 12th in Bowling Green. These workshops are free, but seating is limited. So register today at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Tired of the roller coaster ride of the stock market? Let Tony Walker show you how to smooth out the ride with your money. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Uh, in his masterful book, Stephen Covey's Seven Steps of Highly Effective People, Covey describes a concept called Beginning with the End in Mind. Actually, for those of you who enjoy reading the Bible, that's actually biblical. I mean, the Bible's all about that. But anyway, so at Tony Walker Financial, we begin with the end in mind. Well, how do we do that? Well, I created a process years ago. In fact, I wrote a book uh, that's named at, that named the process called The Worry-Free Retirement. So we have a book called The Worry-Free Retirement. We have a trademarked process called The Worry-Free Retirement. We have a television and radio show called The Worry-Free Retirement. This is our life. And what we live by in terms of our staff, how we treat our clients, what I do on a regular basis, is these five steps I'm about to describe to you. Now, the first four I'm going to go through real quickly because I want to save time for the fifth step. But the first thing we do when we're meeting with people is we clarify their vision. So in a sense, we are beginning with the end in mind. We're asking these people, why are you here? What are your expectations of me and how can I help you? Uh, Aaron, for instance, somebody came in the other day and actually they said, we are in a huge dilemma, Tony. And I said, what's the problem? They said, we love our broker. I said, well, good. Why are you here? I mean, I don't, I don't have any. That's the thing, folks. When I say, when I sound a little critical of the industry, I'm just talking about the industry in general. There, I'm sure there's a lot of fine advisors and brokers and there's a bunch of great people out there in this business. So I said, so what's the problem? They said, well, we've been listening to you on radio and TV and studying you and been on the website. And we realized we've asked, started asking our broker a lot of these questions about retirement, not about our investments. The investments are fine. And our broker finally the other day said, Jim, or whatever his name was, Jim, I just don't get into all that. I don't, I don't get into when do you want to pick your Social Security. I don't get into helping you with your tax tumor, as whatever this guy says that he's called it. And I said, well, that's the whole point. So you're going into a different phase of life, Jim. You need a retirement planning specialist. He said, I know. I, so we're going to work with this gentleman. He's going to move the money over. I said, just tell your broker that you're at a different phase in life. Don't make a big deal out of this. This is your money. And the broker's been paid well. So do what you want to do. This is your money. So that's the first step. We have to clarify what it is they want in retirement, folks. Okay? This is, this is why the majority of our clients, not all of them, but most of them are already retired or nearing retirement uh, because they're realizing they're entering a different phase in life. We call it the halftime or second half, depending on how old you are. Then the next thing we do is we basically assess your situation. So we look at your situation. I provide a free assessment. That's our second appointment. That's our second date, if you will. And then you can take that assessment, that's your written game plan, and review it. Now, the third step of our process is the commitment phase. So, Aaron, here's what a lot of people don't understand. We are very much a soft sell approach. I do not want to work with somebody 
if they're not committed to working with me? I mean, think about it. Why do you, don't you think probably, I bet if we studied marriages that don't do well, I bet there's really not a commitment. One of the parties maybe, or maybe rushed into it. You've ever, right. I have a lot of clients say, I got married at a young age, really no fault of anybody's. I just rushed into it. I was young. I didn't know any better. You know, the generation that I work with, a lot of them did that. They get married 16, 17 years of age. So, so again, nothing wrong with that. Probably just rushed into it a little quickly. So we want to make sure you understand the game plan, committed to it. And then the fourth step, if you want us to work with you, we'll implement everything. Uh, we'll call the 401k folks to move the money. We'll fill out all the paperwork. We'll review everything. We make sure everything's issued properly. I would meet with you again. So normally I meet with people three to four times, sometimes five times in the initial stages. So I spend a lot of time making sure. Why do I do that? Because of the commitment. I want people to be comfortable with not only me, but our process, the worry-free retirement process. Now, here's the biggie. This is where everything starts breaking down, Aaron. Here's what I'm seeing. Now, Alec, again, I'm not speaking for all advisors. I don't know how all advisors work. I'm just saying I have a lot of people come to me and they're flustered. And they'll say, I found this gentleman, this lady. They, they were nice to me. They're great people. The dating was fine, right? They made a proposal. We got married. And ever since we got married and I moved my money over to them, I don't ever see them. This sounds like, yeah, sounds, they won't return this my calls. kind of sounds like some marriages I know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they won't return my calls. Uh, when I do ask them something, they give me a look like, why are you even questioning me on this? Just follow what I'm, t- I mean, hate to say they sound like I'm stupid, but I've had people say, you know, the advisor almost treats me like I don't know anything. So loss of respect, kind of, you know, just think of marriage, folks. This is, and what I say to these people is, here's your problem. Two problems you have with this whole scenario, and reason why you shouldn't have gotten married to this advisor. Number one, you never had the written game plan. So in marriage, folks, there has to be something that you can monitor, hold each other accountable to see how things are going. Um, This is why we have the game plan that we've created. It's proprietary software. So what happens, let's say you become a client of Tony Walker Financial. We, We enter into this financial marriage arrangement. When you call our offices, one of our service professionals well, it is immediately able to pull up your game plan on the computer. And this is huge, Aaron, not only for them, but for us. Talking about a time saver. So if so-and-so calls up, and this, this, let me give you a scenario. This will happen a lot. Somebody's age 68. They call up and they need $20,000. And that wasn't on the original game plan. So they call up and they say, hey, uh, Shannon or Heather or whoever, you know, they want, uh, Connie, can you uh, send me $20,000? Well, they don't know which account to bring it out of. So Connie, Heather, and Shannon will pull up the account. Generally, either myself or my other fellow fiduciary, Heather, if we have to make some decisions on that, will then review the accounts and then give them a logical approach to which account to pull the money out of. Because we got to consider taxes. Uh, if we have money in our Charles Schwab platform, let's say the accounts are down, maybe they've dropped a little bit because of the market, well, we can't take it out of there. We might want to consider penalty-free withdrawals from the annuities. Uh, we might consider kicking in income. We might consider just some of the savings they already have. But my point is we're there to help them make a very sound decision on that particular uh, decision, which in that case was how much money can I take out and when and you know, make sure I don't pay through the noses and taxes. So that is what we refer to as monitor your progress. So folks, if you're sitting there right now, riding down the road, whatever, and you're thinking, Tony, uh, first of all, I don't even have a financial advisor. I would love to just talk with you. Well, that's easy to do. You might be another person that says, guys, Tony, I'm getting ready to retire. I've always relied on my 401k. 
Um, I don't know what to do. I mean, why not just leave it the 401k? Why would I even move it? Well, there's so many planning opportunities we can help you with that the 401k can't. That might be a reason. Or he may be sitting there saying, Tony, I'm glad I caught this show because I was just getting ready to marry, <laughs> financially commit to an advisor, and they proposed me something. Number one, I don't even know what they're proposing. And number two, they didn't provide me any kind of written game plan, what you're talking about. Can I get one of these written game plans? And I would respond in emphatic, absolutely. So here's all you need to do, regardless of your situation, regardless of your, uh, whether you're retired or retiring soon, if you are interested in talking with me by phone or if it warrants, we can have an appointment together in either our Bowling Green, Louisville, or uh, Lexington, Kentucky offices. All you got to do is log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, and there is a Let's Get Started button. Now, here's what happens when you click on that button. First of all, we're not going to show up at your doorstep. We're not going to drive you crazy. Uh, your email is confidentially sent to our offices, and we will call you and follow up uh, to find out when would be a good time to talk, uh, exactly what it is you're hoping we can help you with, what the need is, whether it's a pressing need, uh, whether you need to meet with myself in person or possibly even Heather or my favorite son-in-law. A lot of that depends on your age and circumstances, but we'll work through that. So do it now. Again, if you're retired, retiring soon, maybe you got money languishing in the bank, maybe an old 401k. We're having more and more people contact us who are saying, man, I got an old 401k from a previous employer. I'd rather you all handle it, you know. We can take care of that lickety split. Just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Well, next week and for the next three weeks, we're going to take a deeper dive into this monitor your progress. And what we're going to do is we're going to dive into each half of life. Next week, we'll talk about first halfers. The following week, those at halftime. And the third week, those in the second half of life. And how do we properly monitor your progress to make sure you're going to have a worry-free retirement? Until we meet again, you remember to be worry-free. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.